Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Let's talk about how to get attention for your book launch or your product launch or your company launch or whatever it is, and specifically how to get traditional media attention and how to get other people to feature you or your work. And this is sort of timely, right? Because right now I am launching, we are officially launching a brand new podcast series that's a total side project. But I have created a podcast called Eternal Life, Seven Questions Every Intelligent Skeptic Should Ask About Jesus of Nazareth. And in this case, it's a total side project. It's just looking at the logical, historical, archaeological, practical, rational uh, evidence for the story of Jesus of Nazareth and how, as a logical person, I've come to believe that. And in it's 15 episodes and they're free, which you you can go look at it right on Apple or Spotify right now. It's now finally up. And that is something that I have created that is really for my two boys that in case something were to happen to me, if I, I didn't, I was not around to explain to him how daddy has become to believe in uh, the historical accuracy of the story of Jesus of Nazareth. Right. So let's say I wanted to launch that. Now I'm not actually launching it. Like I'm not doing a traditional launch. There's no book attached to it. There's no revenue stream attached to it. It's a total give back. But if I were trying to, I would go, okay, what are the things that I need to do to get attention for that podcast? And that's what I want to talk about here. Okay. Not just, we can use that as an example because it's a real time thing going on in my life that I'm, you know, semi or quasi launching. So these principles will apply hundred percent to you launching anything, whether it's a book, a podcast, a company, a product, et cetera, a nonprofit, anything that you're, when you're trying to use traditional media to get the word out. Okay. 
And number one is super simple. You have to connect your expertise to what is happening in the news cycle. Connect your expertise to what is happening in the news cycle. This is the first of these three major publicity secrets. So the news, you know, remember that the metaphor of news, if you don't know this, news, N-E-W-S, originally began as an acronym, not a metaphor, excuse me, as, a, as an acronym. It stands for Notable Events, Weather, and Sports. That's what news stands for. Notable Events, Weather, and Sports. So still to this day, that's what the news covers. Notable events, weather, and sports. Specifically, if you're not a, if you're not, you know, talking about the weather or you're not talking about sports, then what you're talking about is notable events, or that's what the news is talking about every day, right? All the major news channels are talking about notable events. What is notable? Notable is notable. It's remarkable. It's worth remarking about. It's unusual. It's, it's, it is unexpected. It's different. It's what everyone's talking about. It's captivating people's attention. So the news, the news is not really interested in reporting accuracy. Unfortunately, the news makes money from attention, right? So they latch on every day. News channels latch on to whatever the trending topics are in the world that have people's attention. Wars, diseases, economic collapses, celebrity stuff, like anything that is the thing that people are talking about, they're trying to ride the wave of attention. And so that's what they're doing because the more that they do that, the more attention they hold, which means the more eyeballs they have, which means the more they can sell to their sponsors and the higher the packages, the, the higher the impressions, the more money they can get from advertisers. And so they're playing not a game of accuracy right? The news is not playing a game of accuracy. They're playing a game of attention. Once you know this and understand this, then you go, great. If I want to be featured in the news, I have to think of it as a highway, right? Think of it as like all of the trending topics are the interstate. And here you are, right? And just you know, using me as an example, go, oh, Rory's got this new podcast about eternal life. I got to go, how do I somehow connect I have to create an on-ramp for connecting my expertise into the flow of information and attention, this sort of attention superhighway that everybody is talking about. That's what you have to do. You have to connect your expertise to what is happening in the news cycle. If you can do that, then they're going to feature you. Like when we launched our Trends and Personal Branding National Research Study, um, which by the way, you can go download either at RoryVaden.com under free training or under brandbuildersgroup.com in our free trainings. Those are downloadable also ajvaden.com. She has it on her website as well. You can download that free training. Well, the day that it came out, the day after it came out, I got a call from Good Morning America. And I was, because there was a, a notable event there was Victoria's Secrets, the company, made this major announcement that they were going away from supermodels as their spokespeople, and they were they had instead selected personal brands. Like they were taking recognizable people, and there were you know people from different women from different walks of life. But it was a major strategic shift that the company announced. And they were saying, we're banking on personal brands and we're going away from the angels, you know, these, these women dressed in scantily clothing. So we happened to release a study right at that exact moment that was about how 
trends and personal branding national research studies showed that people are more likely to trust individual faces than they are company names. And so it fit. And so they had me comment on that story on Good Morning America, right? That's an example of connecting it into the news cycle. So if you want to get on television, first of all, you're going to have to be prepared to pitch or someone's going to have to pitch for you, but you have to think about or the radio, right? Or, or anyone who's who has a big blogging platform who's blogging about current events or even videos that go viral are often connected. I mean, they're trending topics, right? So they're often things connected to things that are happening in this, you know, the nation's conscience. Tom Hanks used to say, if you want to make a hit, you have to enter into the nation's conscience. So you have to ask yourself, what is everyone talking about? And then you kind of ride that wave by just figuring out what is the connection point. That on-ramp is what your pitch is to producers. Producers are looking for interesting and new ways to cover the stories that everyone else is talking about. So if you can connect your expertise to what's happening in the news cycle, they're much more likely to say yes, right? The news is not that we released a new national research study. The news is not that you have a book coming out. The news is not that I've launched a new podcast. That's news to me. That's a notable event to me, but to the rest of the nation, that's not news. And books come out, you know, hundreds of books come out every single week. That's not a notable event in the grand scheme of things. The notable event is whatever people are talking about. And all you have to do to figure that out is turn on the news and watch it for 30 seconds. You'll see there's typically only a few stories that are dominating the headlines or pick up a newspaper, you know, scan the web, the major news outlets and see what the major headlines are. You just got to pitch the producers of those networks, those channels, those outlets to say, hey, I'm an expert on personal branding. I want to tie into this. You know, if I wanted to get mainstream media attention for my new podcast, I'd have to do the same thing. Now I have zero desire. That's not a part of my strategy nor my plan to deal with that. And part of that's because I didn't write a book on it. And that's not the goal, right? Is that it's a resource I've created for people to genuinely go study in an objective way, the data and the evidence that supports the narrative of Jesus of Nazareth as being a deity, right? So I'm not trying to sell anything. I don't need a bunch of urgent national attention. I'm putting it out there in the world. I'm letting people know about it, but I'm not like all in on trying to like promote this thing. So that is publicity secret number one, connect your expertise to what is happening in the news cycle. Publicity secret number two, become the media become the media. And by the way, this is a recap of the interview that I did with Paige Dungan, who is one of our implementation partners for PR. And we talked about, you know, if you're looking for a PR person, go listen to the episode. I shared how you can get in touch with her. And she's one of the people that we recommend for that service. We have an affiliate relationship with her and, and she's great. I've known her for years, right? So there we talked about, and this is true, is become the media, build your own media platform. This is what we teach people how to do at Brand Builders Group. We teach you how to build your own audience. And you do that on social media, on blogging, podcasting, YouTube, you know, whatever outlets you have. And if you're a brand builder and you're one of our members, you know that we teach something called the relationship engine. And there's a technique as part of that called the content diamond. These are the strategies, these techniques that we teach that what is a relationship engine? A relationship engine is a digital automated ecosystem that we build an infrastructure around whoever the messenger is that pumps their content out into the universe as fast as possible to automate trust and engage in lead capture. So that is how you start to become the media. You're producing content, you're producing videos, you're producing 
audio, if it's podcasts, you're producing short form videos, you're producing the written article, whether it's on LinkedIn Pulse or Medium or blog, if you're following our content diamond strategy, you're doing all of those things. And most of all, you're then converting those, you're using that media to draw in attention and awareness and then you're using lead capture conversion to build your email list, your text message opt-ins, direct message automation is a big place where we're doing a lot right now. And so then you're building this audience and you are the media because you've built your own audience. The media is anyone who's, who creates content for an audience on a regular basis. So there's several things about this. First of all, when I launch a new podcast, I don't have to beg anyone for favors. I can just go into my list and I can just, Write a, write a message and hit send and boom, I could tell tens of thousands of people that I have a new podcast out. I can announce it on our own podcast, right? Which is kind of what I'm doing now. And, and I mentioned in, in some other places to go, hey, I've got a new podcast. If you want to listen to it, go listen to it. Eternal life, seven questions every intelligent skeptic should ask about Jesus of Nazareth. It's my story as a skeptic going through the evidence and the history to go, how can any of this be trusted and believed? So there's two parts of be being the media. The first part is obviously that you're building your own audience. And when you build your own audience, you can announce stuff to them. And that's why publishers and literary agents and, and speakers bureaus and places like that, they want to get a hold of creators who have access to their own audience because they can teach them how to monetize that. In, in various ways. And that's what we teach people how to do, both how to build their audience and then how to monetize that audience, how to add value to them uh, in exchange for money, right? So there is obviously that part of it that you've built your own audience. The other part though, is that when you become the media, you understand the pressures, the desires, the demands, the challenges, the opportunities of having to create content regularly right? There's some beautiful parts about that because you go, man, I get to inspire people. I get to talk about the things that I think are, are important to me and are important to my audience. And then there's some challenging parts of that going like, oh my gosh, like it's another week. I got to produce more content. I got to have another video. I got to have more articles. I got to have more insights. There's this need, this engine that you have to constantly be fueling with new content. Well, when you understand that, it helps you relate to the rest of the media world in general, right? Like, Every day I get people sending books to my office and pitching me emails on, you know, sending me DMs, trying to get on our podcast and all this sort of stuff, right? So I'm, I take the role of a producer and vet to go, does this person have anything worthwhile to say to you, to my audience, to our audience? Is it worth me putting them in front of you? Are they going to add value to the conversation? If yes, then I say yes. If no, then I say no. But it's not so much that they're going to pay me and I'm just going to put them in front of you. That doesn't do me any good. I have to create content that's useful for you, that's relevant to the audience that we are building. And once you do that, you go, oh, that's exactly what the producer on the Today Show or Good Morning America or Oprah or Fox or CNN or whatever the outlet is, they have to do the same thing, right? So they need you as much as you need them. That's something you got to understand about media. They need you as much as you need them. They need someone to help them produce content that is worthwhile to be consumed by their audience. But they also need to make sure that that content is relevant to be consumed by their audience. So they're both desperate for you and they also have to filter out the right person. So it's not so much about who's the smartest or who's the most famous. 
It's who has the most relevant bit of expertise for my specific audience at this specific moment in time in history. And that's why someone could turn you down to be on national TV today and three months from now, everything can change in the news cycle and you can make the same pitch and they would have you on. So when you become the media, you understand that, right? Like I've watched a lot of our clients do the same thing, right? A lot of our a lot of our clients are the biggest podcast hosts in the world. And they get on these kicks of certain things like Tom and Lisa Bilyeu. So they're clients of ours. And Tom's a good example of this. Tom's podcast, he kind of like goes in kicks where he suddenly he wants to talk to anyone who's talking about like health and longevity or some, you know, anyone who's talking about like, you know, like crypto or Bitcoin or like any of the metaverse kind of stuff. And that's just because he's interested in that. And so in that particular moment, somebody who would have said no to as a guest six months ago, he might say yes to today. So you go, well, how do I know when to pitch him? Simple, pay attention to what he's promoting. And then you have to check all the boxes, right? So you got to pitch him the right message at the right time for his audience, what he's interested on. And then you got to have the credibility points that he's interested in. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, And thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Every different media outlet has different criteria for those. It's not just about who's the smartest, who's the most famous, who went to the, you know, the most prestigious school. It's a combination of all of those factors unique to their audience. So if they say no to you, don't take it too personal. It just means you weren't the right match. You weren't the right fit for what they're producing at this time. It doesn't mean you should never pitch them again, but it does mean if you're going to pitch them again, you need to pitch a different angle to a different hook to a different thing going on in the news cycle. And when you become the media, when you're producing your own YouTube show, your own podcast, your own blog, your own Instagram channel, your own LinkedIn feed, and you start featuring other guests and filtering content, you understand better how the media operates and what they're looking for, which makes you a better guest. You also know like what are the things that are credible, right? Like someone sends me an email that's 18 paragraphs about why they're coming to the show. It's like, I can't, I'm not even going to look at it because the idea of reading 18 paragraphs is overwhelming. So it's just a no, right? On the other hand, if someone that I know and I trust really well sends me and says, hey, Rory, you should meet this person. I think they'd be great for your podcast. Here's three sentences on them and a link to their website. And I click on it. I go, oh, website looks awesome. They look credible. They got a book. They've got some, you know, maybe some social media following, whatever. They have these indicators that go, yeah, this person is legit. Great. Let's have them on. And it's that simple. So the more you produce media, the more you produce content, the better you will be at understanding how to get on other media outlets. So that's publicity secret number two. And then publicity secret number three, and this is the biggest secret of all. This one's the magic. This one is, this is the one that has built my career. This is the one that if you go, how did Brand Builders Group go from zero to eight figures in five years with no investors, no debt, no bank loans, no credit cards. Like, how did you guys do it? It would be 
this one, and it is something that I call the relationship switchboard. Well, that's the technique. Let me tell you the principle. Here's the principle. And like, write this down, okay? Seriously, if you are driving, like pull over and write this down. If you're running on the treadmill, stop for a second. You're gonna wanna write this down. This is one of our flagship BBG Brand Builders Group mantras. This is one of the things, if you became, if you were to become a member of ours and you were to become a paying client, which by the way, if you're curious about that, if you go to freebrandcall.com forward slash podcast, freebrandcall.com forward slash podcast, you can request a call with our team and learn more about what that would look like. Well, if you became one of our monthly paying members, you would hear us say this all the time. Ready? Write this down. Build relationships before you need them. 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 What do I mean by that? I mean, invest in helping the people that you might one day need help from long before you ever need help from them. That's what I mean. So how have we built this company so quickly? We've built it through affiliates. These affiliates who have huge audiences. How did we get to these people? Especially, you know, when we started Brand Builders Group in 2018, we did not expect to start the company. And when we sold our last company, we sold, we lost everything that went with it. All of our social media, our podcast, our email list, our whole team, we were sitting on zero, baby, zero starting over. This was only a few years ago for us, right? How did we get back to, to where we are so quickly? We built relationships with affiliates. We built relationships with people who have large platforms. How did we do that? Well, we paid attention to who had something going on that they were launching. And when they had something going on that they were launching, we showed up and we offered to help for free. We said, hey, I see that you're launching a book, right? This is how I met Gretchen Rubin. This is I always tell the Gretchen Rubin story because I love Gretchen and she's, you know, I guess I would call her a friend. Like uh, we go back and forth a few times a year, but we're not super close, but we've built a relationship. She's been a big supporter of ours. She's been on this podcast. She's been on our summit. She lets us advertise that she's been a guest, things like that. And, you know, how did I meet Gretchen? I said, oh, look, Gretchen has a book launch coming out. And when she has a book launch coming out, I say, Gretchen, I have some friends who have some very large podcasts. Would you be okay if I pitched you to see if they would have you on their show? right? Not for money, for free, right? I do PR for free. Brand Builders Group, we have a full-time person on our team that does free PR. We only do free PR member to member though. We offer it as a free service for people who are active members in our program to help them get booked on the shows of our other active members. We do that for free. You can't buy it. It's just a value add that we do. It is also my number one prospecting mechanism and tool that I do to build new relationships. And I call it the relationship switchboard because I keep track of everyone I know who is the host of a media outlet, right? Most of them are podcasts, right? They have great podcasts. Some of them are, are huge bloggers. Some of them are top TikTokers. Some of them are, are YouTubers. Some of them are in national TV, but I just keep a list of everyone I know who has a large platform. And then I keep a list of everybody I know who's like a VIP guest. And all I do, a huge part of my time is just connecting these people to one another. And so I just go, if somebody I know is launching a new show, like this is a good example right now, Dr. Josh Axe, 
who, you know, we've been sort of casual acquaintances over the year. We become really close in the last couple of years. We become really close friends. Part of that is because he's launching a new podcast and he's wanting to meet a bunch of people. And I go, dude, I got you. Like I can get you access to like 30 major VIP people who I think would be a great fit for your show. And I'll do it for free. Why? Because it helps Dr. Axe. It helps my other friends and it helps me. I get caught in the crossfire. Now, a lot of it, is it work for me? Yeah, it's a ton of work. Uh, do I get paid for it? No, I do not get paid for it at all. Zero dollars, zero now. But here's another mantra I wrote about in Take the Stairs. And this is another life philosophy that is true. You always get paid for how hard you work. Sometimes now, oftentimes later, always, eventually. You always get paid for how hard you work. Sometimes now, oftentimes later, always, eventually. That's spending your time on what we would call in, in Procrastinate on Purpose, my second book, on things that are significant. What are things that I can do now that create more time or money tomorrow? Well, connecting people is something I can spend time on today that multiplies my influence tomorrow because it builds my reputation with both people. And I have nothing to gain from either per se, like no specific ask, nothing, no money. It may never come back to me from those specific people. I'm simply going, oh, you need guests for your show? Let me give you access to all of these VIP guests that I have that are friends of mine. Or if somebody is a guest and they have something they want to promote and they suddenly launch like a new book, a new course, a new program, a new company, a new nonprofit, whatever. And I go, hey, are you looking to get the word out about that thing? Let me introduce you to 30 friends I have who all have big platforms. Now, I know for you, when you hear this concept, you might go, oh, well, that's great, Rory, because your clients are all these famous people and Amy Porterfields and Ed Milets and Lewis Howes and Eric Thomases. And yes, but they didn't. How did they become clients? They became clients from me doing this for them, right? This is how I build relationships with people. Save the best for first. Give, give, give. Give without expectation of receipt. I do this for people. I've done this for many people who I've never gotten anything from return. I've helped some people get booked on shows, podcasts, like dozens of shows. They won't even have me on their own show. Am I bitter about it? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not. Maybe a little. No, I'm not. You don't keep score, right? Love keeps no records of wrongs. Uh, love keeps no record of wrongs. That's 1 Corinthians, right? That's right out of the Bible. Like, I do keep record because I keep a record of people I've introduced to each other because I do this all the time. So I don't annoy people, but I'm not keeping score of like who owes me one. It's not that I'm just giving, I'm adding value. And what happens is when I have something to share, like the eternal life podcast, if I wanted to, I could just suddenly go to all of those guests and all of those hosts, people who I haven't asked for anything from in years. And I could say, hey, here's a new podcast that I launched if I wanted to. I'm not going to do this because I don't want to do a huge podcast tour for it, at least not right now, to say, hey, will you have me on your show? And they go, of course, man, because I've been talking to them every week for three years, helping them get on shows and helping people get on their shows. So that's the relationship switchboard. It doesn't have to be media. That's how I use it. I use it a lot for media. I also use it for speaking, right? I take all of my past speaking clients and all my friends and you know clients who are speakers who are in up and comers or in or around my fee range 
And I go, hey, you should meet this person. You should meet this person because my clients need speakers and my speakers need clients, just like my hosts need guests and my guests need hosts. And I want to get caught in the crossfire. So do I do it because something good will come out of it for me? Yes. But when? I don't know. I don't keep score. It's not about having people owe you one. It's just about going, how can I add value to the community? How can I add value to the shows that I've been on? How can I add value to the guests who've been on this show? And how can I add value to the clients who've had me come speak on their stages? And how can I add value to my friends who are really good speakers who I really believe in to help them get on stages? This is the answer. And I get caught in the crossfire. I'm constantly in this interchange between awesome people. And what happens is that tends to cycle up. You tend to get around better and better people and bigger and bigger and more and more influential people, more and more people of notoriety. And it's an upward snowball, just like everything we do with the relationship engine and building your own media platform. It's about automating trust. It's about saving the best for first. It's about building relationships before you need them. It's about give, 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 add value. And it's trusting that you can't outgive God. You can't. You can't outgive God. You can't outgive the universe. You can't outgive. Like Zig Ziglar said, help enough people get what they want and you will get what you want. And I have found it to be absolutely true. Now, I'm not always in a one-to-one -one relationship. There's some people that I've helped a lot more than they've helped me. But then there's other people who have helped me a lot more than I've helped them. But in total... I have received a massive amount of blessing far beyond the work that I have done to help others. But I've done a lot of work to help others. And so that blessing seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And even if not, you end up getting to play a role in shaping the world, right? And that's awesome, right? I love it when two of my friends or two of my clients get together and I go, yep, I connected them and they made magic. They made magic happen. And I go, uh, that interview would have never happened if it weren't for me. And I can take quiet credit for it because it's true. And I can be so proud that all I did was connect these two amazing humans and they made a little piece of magic for the world. And that's all we want to do at Brand Builders Group. We want to shape the voices that shape the world. That's why we're here at Brand Builders Group, right? We're not trying to make a bazillion dollars. We don't care about private jets. We don't even care about being famous and selling lots of books and speaking on stages. I mean, those are good things. We've done a lot of those things. We want to make an impact. We want to shape the voices that are going to shape the future of the world. That's why we do this at Brand Builders Group and we want to have a hand in it. And so that's why we work with mission-driven messengers. And that's also why we turn clients away. There are some people where we go, yeah, sorry, we can't help you because we don't believe in your message, right? No offense. We just, we don't believe that that message lines up with what we think makes the world a better place. And so we're not going to do it. But if you are a mission-driven messenger and you do genuinely care about making the world a better place, you should probably think about joining our community because we have big things happening, big things happening. On that note, I, it would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to two of our Brand Builders Group clients hit the New York Times bestseller list just recently. This month, we have had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight clients. This month, eight clients who have become USA Today and or Wall Street Journal bestselling authors. And we have had two clients, Nicole Walters and Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, who have become New York Times bestselling authors uh, to this month. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon wrote this book, Forever Strong. This was the number one selling book in the nation. She hit number three on the New York Times, but she came to one of my private brand mastery events uh, only about six months ago and followed our system to a T. 
No hacks, no gimmicks, no tricks, just adding value, working her butt off, following the system. And her book absolutely crushed. It was uh, the number one advice how-to book by units sold. It was number three on the New York Times, but the highest selling book in the nation last week. So congratulations, Dr. Lyon. That's the eighth time that a brand builders group has hit the New York Times in the last 12 months. So we've hit the USA Today and the Wall Street Journal with eight different clients this month. And then we've had eight times that we've hit the New York Times in the last 12 months, two in this month alone with Nicole Walters and Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And these are just people doing work, adding value. What are they doing? They building relationships before they need them. They are becoming the media. They're building platforms. They're creating content. They're adding, they're automating trust. And then when their moment comes, they connect their expertise to what is happening in the news cycle. That, my friends, are the three biggest secrets of publicity. And I hope that helps you if you are a mission-driven messenger. And I hope we get to work with you one day soon. Until then, keep coming back. We'll catch you next time on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 